0: friends, and welcome back to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia.
1: And I'm Brian.
0: And we just want to welcome you guys to our podcast. We also want to encourage you guys, if you are enjoying this podcast, please share it with your friends and your family. And also, if you have not done so yet, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. That way, you can be notified Every time we have a new episode launch, we have a new episode we release every Wednesday. Also, we want to encourage you guys to go check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. You can basically find out everything that you need to know with us there, how you can purchase my book, how you can partner with us, and also how you can find past podcasts is all on our website. So, heading into today's episode, Brian, I was thinking how sometimes we can be our worst, our own worst enemy when it comes to changing. And I know that change is a word that a lot of us don't like to hear or like to even do because we don't want to change. Or even if that's not even the inner dialogue, maybe we're not even saying we don't want to change. Maybe we think that we don't really need to change. There's nothing really in me probably the other person needs to change, right? That's kind of (laughs) the conversation that we have inside. When there's an issue or like a conflict with someone, we tend to look at the other person and look at all the ways that they need to change versus how could have I done things differently in this situation? Or how can I change the next time we have this conversation? So Brian, when you hear the word change, what is like your first reaction. Does your body tense up or what what, what is your what is your experience I guess with the word change?
1: Um change always comes I think any type of change has to come with effort. Yeah. So I know I always relate to the building industry, but like we have a certain thing called building codes. And it seems like I mean it's like seems like it's all the time about the time you get okay so back up so there's new codes that always come along every few years and you get used to them they're change and sometimes you don't understand the change you don't understand why for whatever reason why they think doing it this way is better than the old older you know the previous way but you have to follow them to be able to pass your inspections, and stay in accordance with the building codes. So anyways, by the time you get used to them, they change. They change. (laughs) And sometimes they tell you they've changed, and other times you don't know that they've changed. You
0: have to find out for yourself.
1: (laughs) What's really hard is when you've done something and you've put effort forth, to do something just like like we do our own wiring in our houses sometimes sometimes we'll wire certain things and then they come in to do what they call an inspection to pass so you can go on to the next stage of building which is usually drywall or insulation and they come in and they said oh this changed like two months ago and That takes a lot of effort because not only have you already done the job once, you have to do it again because of something that worked the year before not is now not working the way they want it to be or it's been changed, so you have to go back in and change things. So in my situation with change in that field is change always. You have to put effort forth when you decide to change something. There's always an effort that goes into it. I think it's a, I think it's easy. I think it's why so many people find it easy. Like when there's two individuals involved in a relationship, it's always easy to say the other one needs to change Mm -hmm. because in order for them to change, they have to put effort forth. And if you can convince them they have to change and it's not you, then you don't have to put any effort forth. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, it actually is kind of a selfish way, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's like, no, you're the problem. You need to change. Right. I don't need to change because I'm too lazy to change. So I don't want to put any effort forth to do that. Yeah. It's all on you. So yeah, it can change depending on whether it's in your job or your relationship. It's going to take effort no matter, I think 100% of the time it will take effort to change.
0: Right. And I'm just kind of thinking about like all the different ways that say you're, and sometimes I refer back to this. It seems like I refer back to this quite often because I think a lot of people can relate to this is whenever you're like, okay, I need to lose some weight, right? And this is something that's hard to do. Why is it so easy? It's so easy to put the weight on, but then when you go to take the weight off, it it's not as easy as it was to put it on, right? <laughs> It's never that easy. So
1: it's not enjoy as enjoyable. It's
0: not as enjoyable. It's, right. always,
1: it's always fun to sit down to play the plate of food and enjoy it.
0: I know, but then whenever you have to limit your intake or decrease your calories or even watch the things that you're eating, all of a sudden the joy that you found in in overindulging is gone, and you're having to learn this new way of eating, and becoming healthy. And it comes with a lot of challenges, especially if you're someone who doesn't like change. We want the results, right? We want the results that come from healthy diet, exercise, changing your lifestyle. We want all of those results, but we don't want the change of all the bad habits that comes along with it. Mm -hmm. And so why is it that sometimes When it comes to changing, we can be our own worst enemy or even we can self-sabotage ourselves. Like, for instance, for me, you know, for years and years and years in our marriage, I had become very used to and accustomed to drama. There was just high levels of drama a whole lot for a lot of years. And when we got back together and started to reconcile our marriage – All of a sudden, the drama was kind of like, it wasn't non-existent, but it went from high, high levels to very low levels and long periods of no drama to maybe then we'd have low levels of drama to no drama to low levels. And I was very used to high levels of drama quite frequently in in close intervals. And so the, the thing is, is that I did not want drama. I hated drama. I was like, I don't want drama in my life. But what I would do is I would start to self-sabotage myself whenever I, there was no drama. Like when things would become peaceful or whatever, you know, we were in a low season of drama. Mm-hmm. We were trying to work things out. We were doing really well. It's like I would almost create the drama in our marriage because that was normal for me. That felt normal. It almost felt like a high or like a fix. And so even though I wanted so desperately to change and not live in a place of drama, it's like I would self-sabotage my own peace to recreate drama, which is what I was used to. And that took a lot of intentional, oh man, that was probably one, one of the harder things I had to do was when I would feel that pull to get sucked into the spiral of creating drama to fix something inside of me, actually, it was more like feeding something inside of me. Once the drama would occur, the, out, the fight would start with Brian, all of the things, it would get to a certain height and then it would come down. It was like, <sighs> it was like coming off of a drug. Mm hmm. And so sometimes change, sometimes we can sabotage our own change. Like another example is we've watched this show, My 600 Pal Life. These people will go to this, this doctor who does this gastric bypass. He does this weight loss surgery, but beforehand he makes them go on a diet, They have to stay on a diet, and they have to lose so much weight on their own because he's trying to teach them to change their lifestyle. And they'll go. There's so many times they'll come in for their weigh-in because they don't get approved for surgery right away. They'll come in for their weigh-in, and they will have either not lost much weight, or they'll have lost no weight, or they'll have gained weight. And they usually, when they see this doctor, they're like. Oh, it's water weight. I've got a lot of water weight. Or, no, I was doing everything I knew to do, but what they were doing was they, they were self sabotaging themselves. They wanted, they wanted this weight loss, but it's like they could not get there.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and it's funny because they would always say, <laughs> they would always say, "I've been doing everything you've told me and everything. eating everything you told me that I need to eat," and he would say, "The scales don't lie." people and, do <laughs> yeah yeah so it's true it's like um it's it's hard it is it's hard to change your to to make change in anything you do but you know it's like the fruit's going to show you know if you're if you're losing weight people's going to be able to tell you know if you're living your life differently people's going to be able to tell you know people people are <laughs> It's just, it's funny because there's, there's as many people who try to fool others, like, Oh, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. But it's a funny thing is because the same human being that they are can see right through them. It's like people can see the truth, you know, no matter what. They can see the fruit of what you're, what you're doing, whether it's weight loss or whether it's changing your lifestyle, whether it's changing your spiritual life, you know, people's going to be able to see through it if you're not. You know, if you're not doing what you say you're doing.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, if you've been telling people, I'm on this diet, and three months later you look exactly the same or you're heavier, right. <laughs> it's gonna give away. But it's like I think so many times we we don't want to stay the same, but we also don't want to change. And so you have this these two polar opposites. You don't want to stay the same. You don't want to stay in the same place you're at, but you don't really want to change anything. And that—that that is a, like, in that place, you're at a crossroads because God clearly wants you to be your best self. He does. If you want a closer relationship with God, you have to take the steps to do it. Right.
1: And it's, it's work. Every, yeah. every any changes work even like you just saying if you want to get closer to god it's work like there's there's like we we read the bible every day together when I mean, we read the bible ever you know we read at night with the kids um and pr- pray with the night and it it takes work it takes effort you know it's we have to make time and effort to have our kids come in to our room at night and pray with them and have Bible time. It takes effort for me and you to get up each morning before I go to work and make time for that. You know, even no matter how busy the morning is, um, for things starting with the business or whatever, we have to make time. And, you know, they hear people like they get up at 5am to have prayer time and read. It's, it takes effort to do all that stuff. You know, it's just, but how bad do you want change? You know, it's like, um, and you're not going to, the thing of it is, especially with, now I'm not going to say this with everything because you, you might get up and be like, Hey, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to do, you know, something that's not spiritual. Like, you know, it could be anything, but that don't mean that you're going to see the fruits of it, especially if it's something that you're not meant to be doing. Um, but like, as far as I can also say, as far as like anything spiritual with God, you're not going to regret, you're never going to regret like added time with him or added time in the Bible or getting up and having Bible time. You'll never regret it. It's not going to be fruitless. That's for sure. Right. You know, it's like you can just hundred percent guarantee if you spend time with God, whether it's in prayer or in the, in the word it's not going to be fruitless. You know, there's going to be fruit that comes from it. There's going to be good and positive stuff that comes from it.
0: Yeah. And I think that like, as you were talking, a lot of times when we start to change something, you probably won't see the results of that right away. Say you're, you're deciding, okay, I want to start, I want to start exercising. I just, I really want to get some weight off, whatever. And You so day one, you hop on the treadmill. Well, day one, you're not going to see results because of the years of abuse and overeating you know, all those things that you've done to your body. One day is not going to produce results, it's repeated day after day after day after day commitment you have to be committed to the change. Like Brian was saying, how bad do you want it?
1: Right. It's, it's, it's an investment. Just like, I guess the best way to look at it is like, you know, people that like, for like one is like, you know, not, not being judgmental, but for people that don't have a spiritual life or, you know, like you said, whether you want to change with your, with your health wise or anything, it's, it's an investment. And, you know, so many you could take, probably this you could pay take people and probably ask the question do you think reading the Bible ten minutes a day w- will change things in your life and s- maybe some people with like not a spiritual upbringing or a church background they would probably say no I don't think it's gonna do anything but these same people would say if you say would you say putting ten dollars into a 401k each day will benefit you down the road. They'd be like, well, yeah, absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, because in 30 years, look what I'm going to have gained. Right. And in 40 years, look what I'm going to gain. Look what the payoff's going to be. Right. And if we, you know, if we would look at stuff like that, it's like, you know what, you might not, and you probably won't, you probably won't. If, if, if you've never had a prayer life and you just decide today is the day that I'm going to take a new direction in life and I'm going to start praying, you might go. And I don't know, you might say a prayer and the next day you see something come from it. Or you might pray for a month and you're like, does any this really do anything? But it's kind of like if you're 20 years old and you're 21, you get in a 401k and you, you, you're you in there for a month and you're like, hey, I am going to check my balance. And you're like, well, this ain't doing nothing because I've only got $70 from this whole 30 days. Mm-hmm. But 30 years from now and you got 300000 right. and there you're like, hey, this, you know, so it's kind of like that with Bible, with, Spending time with God and stuff, you might not see the payoff right off, or you might. God might give you signs and little things to just inspire you and encourage you. But a lot of times it does. It takes just going back and spending time with Him and spending time in the Word before you start seeing big results. Right. You know, But I can guarantee you 401ks are going to fail. The stock market's going to crash. You'll lose everything you've invested all your life. But if you invest time in the word, which costs you nothing other than time, it don't cost you money, you're going to see, you're going to see a payoff. You are. And it's going to not only be a big payoff for you, it's going to be a payoff for your children, those around you, your friends and family. It's a huge payoff.
0: Well, you're even like, you're feeding your spirit, man. Right. You know, anything that we do in life, it feeds something you are depositing into something inside. If you think of your body as a bank and whatever you watch, whatever you eat, whatever mm-hmm. you hear, you are depositing into certain areas of your life right. So what are you ingesting the most? right? Whatever you are taking the most of, that is what is growing the most. And so if your relationship with God is lacking, you know do inventory. Seriously, it's not hard. Go, okay, where am I spending all my time? Oh, wait, am I spending all my time on my phone? Mm -hmm. Am I spending all my time watching TV? And then you start to realize, okay, so the thing that I'm depositing in the most is this area. No wonder I don't feel close or connection to God because I'm not depositing Mm -hmm. in my relationship with God and so if this is you, just like step back and take an inventory of like, what am I depositing into? Because wherever you're putting most of your deposits, that's where, that's what's growing the most in your life. Right. And it's not hard. It And even like you were saying, you know, a lot of times when you, you read the Bible and you, the next day you read the Bible and the next day you read the Bible and you're like, I just don't feel like this is really doing anything because I just don't have a lot of retention. Sometimes I can't remember the things that I've read, but you know, three weeks ago on a Wednesday, we had, I ate lunch. I have no idea what I ate, not a clue, but it did my body good. right? So regardless of whether or not you feel like you can recall what you're reading, the truth is, is it's doing something good inside of you. You are you are depositing into an area that is actually gonna benefit you because the, the the Bible is the word of God, which is life. Right. It's it's the only book in the world that is actually living. Right. The words are living and they're active. And so what, what happens is when you're in that hard place, all of a sudden you're in a really hard season. You've been, you know, investing time for A lot of years, just Bible reading and praying and all of those Mm -hmm. super important things. You've been investing into your spiritual bank. So you go through a really hard season and you're like, what can I pull from to help me? Well, you have all of this this knowledge of who God is inside of you, because that's where you've been putting your attention. Mm -hmm. That's where you've been depositing. And that's where you can pull from. And you'll be super surprised that if you're someone like, sometimes I am like, I can't remember what we read. I can't recall. But boy, I tell you what, when we're in a hard season, all of a sudden these scriptures that speak to what we're at, I can pull them up Super. super easy. And so it is doing your body good. It is doing your spirit and your soul good, whether you realize it or not. I think it's just super important to just take inventory and see what am I doing? Right. And even like going back to the subject of change, if you want to change, you
1: have to change. Right. Nobody else is going to do it for you.
0: Nobody's going to do it for you. And
1: nobody's going to put the effort in to change you. It has to come from inside. And
0: nobody's going to want it as much as you do. No one will want your change more than you will. Right? God wants this for you as well, but you're going to have to want it for yourself. And if there's something like I've said multiple times, you can change. You're not stuck. You're never stuck unless you're a tree. If you're a tree, then you are stuck. But we're not trees. We're not stuck. We can move. We can change. We can adapt. Right. And so I just want to encourage whoever's listening out there today that if you've been facing something in your life or maybe there's something that you just don't like about yourself, um, about your relationship with God, change it. Yeah. It It seems so easy, but sometimes we... Can be our own worst enemy, or sometimes we can even sabotage ourselves. Right. And a lot of times we already know if we're sabotaging ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we said, these people that go to this weight loss doctor and they're like, No, I've been doing everything I'm supposed to do. They already know in advance they haven't been.
1: And so do we, because we've been following them on camera <laughs> so, each day they're at home.
0: And so do we. The scale doesn't lie. <laughs> but Honestly, it's true. If you want to change, you have to change. And I know sometimes people can look at their situation and think, it's been this way for so long. Mm -hmm. Start today. Right. You are going to be happy a year from now if you started today. Right. So whatever it is you're looking at, if you want to, and I want to encourage you guys, deepen your relationship with God. Deepen it. Go deep. God will go as deep or as shallow with you as you want to go. And I encourage you, I just want to encourage you to go deep. And if you have a shallow relationship with God, decide today, God, starting today, I'm going deep. We're going deep. I want a deeper relationship with you. Start today, a year from now, your relationship with God is going to be off the charts. And you're going to be so thankful that you took the step Mm -hmm. today. So we just really hope that you guys have enjoyed this podcast. And I hope that we've inspired you to change. Whatever it is you're facing, you can change. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please like, share, rate, review. Check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Until next time,
1: we we bless bless you. you.